hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. So amazing what we get to do today. We get some understanding of the letter Pei as we are in the second verse of the Pei section of the 119th Psalm, which the Pei, as we talked about last episode, is this idea of the presence of God, is the idea of the face of God, the utterances of God. And, and um, you know, we talked about yesterday the wisdom, um, which thy testimonies are wonderful, that, that they, they're so amazing. Our souls were just meant to believe them. And, and as you may know, that the, the pay, the face of God, spoke things into existence. And the very first thing he said, which is going to give us some understanding, is today's verse. So it's verse 130, um, which would be the understanding of the wisdom that we talked about yesterday. So here it is in English. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. And so in this whole idea we talked about yesterday that our souls keep the testimonies because they're wonderful. And our souls, right, as it says, thy word is a lamp. The, the whole idea of the nefesh is our souls, and they desperately need light to find their way. <laughs> so the entrance of thy words, and there's such a neat thing that that word entrance has to do with the letter pay. And so as God turns his face towards us in whatever way, shape, or form, you know, that is the blessing, but it also brings light. As that light reflecting off Moses' face was so bright that obviously he had to wear, uh, as it started to fade, you know, he had the cover over it. That whole idea is amazing. So the entrance of thy words, and again, that the, the, the idea of God's word itself is going to give light and give understanding, which is the, again, this being the understanding, because we have wisdom in the first verse, understanding unto the simple. And the neat thing about this verse is it's a wordplay completely, like he often does, that the word entrance is the root of the word simple. <laughs> I know you might wonder, how is that possible? Well, the idea is that the entrance is an opening. And the simple, from this standpoint in Hebrew, is those who have an open mind. They're easily deceived. That, 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 that <laughs> you know, they're stumbling around in the dark, so a little bit of light, and they think they know their way. And so, you know, as God gives light by his word, right, we get understanding, and, and so that we can, our souls, right, begin not to be deceived by darkness. Because you might remember Jesus talked about, you know, the eye is the lamp of the body, and, and man, you don't want darkness because that how great is that darkness? You need the light, which is only God's face, in order for our souls to begin to get this understanding of, the again, the way that we're, we're going to go and how we can get God to turn his face towards us, as we talked about yesterday in the 13th Psalm. And the idea of the simple here is, is again, is the very naive, people that are easily um, deceived. And, and, of course, you know, I work with special needs. So in, to some extent, because they're so wonderfully um, pure, in fact, we used to call it pure ministries, because they're so wonderfully pure, you know, it's easy, unfortunately, for people to deceive them. But, you know, it's hard <laughs> for me to see myself there. But, oh, it's so true. It's so true on how easy it is that I am deceived. And, and so... Um, in today's story that would illustrate this, that, you know, his words giveth light, um, 
to give understanding to the simple. So where was Robbie deceived? Well, the worst place I was deceived probably in my life is when I got involved in the Church of Scientology. And you may have heard me talk about that before, that, um, you know, I studied under Ron Hubbard there and the Dianetics of Modern Science of Mental Health on into Scientology for about a three-year period. And when I met my wife, I was still very much a Scientologist as far as my worldview was concerned. Um, you know, that I had been deceived. And, and from my standpoint, you know, that was where the answers were, were in the mind, which is very much what Scientologists believe that, you know, if we can get our mind straight, then, then, you know, we can work our way to heaven. <laughs> it's just a matter of getting your mind clear of all the, the clutter that they call uh, engrams. And, and then once that's totally straight, then you can become like God. And, and that was my understanding, and I had been totally deceived because, honestly, I would not spent any time in the Bible or I hadn't spent enough time in the Bible to get the light necessary uh, to give me understanding. <laughs> and the understanding that I needed, desperately needed, was, Robbie, you're not God. But God knew that. And, and so, you know, you may have heard my testimony that I bought the tape set on the power of positive thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And when I got into the, the, the set, it said, you know, the best way to get a positive mental attitude was to get up every morning an hour early and begin to read the Bible, which made no sense to me at the time. But that was the entrance that was um, of how, you know, the opening of light that got into my soul so I could begin to believe, so I could begin to get some understanding of who was not God was Robbie. <laughs> And it may seem simple to you, but that was a profound understanding. Um, and it came to me in the book of Job. And so as I was reading through the Bible, and I've often said it canonized because it hits you with a cannonball at some point in time. And here's how it hit me, because I was so angry at God as I read through the Bible. I was angry that he was so judgmental <laughs> and that he, you know, so many people had been smote throughout the thing. I was getting madder and madder. And when I started to read all this stuff about Job and how he lost his kids and his family, and then these comforters, you know, just, you know, wore him out there for, you know, 25 chapters or however long it is. Um, in the book of Job, it was just making me matter and matter and matter. And then all of a sudden, God shows up, if I'm not mistaken, in the 38th verse, in the 38th chapter, where he says, um, Job, you know, since you're so smart, and he was, of course, speaking right to me, Robbie Dilmore, the person who was so simple, had no idea, had been totally deceived. Since you're so smart, Robbie, and, and since you're God, you know, why don't you make it snow? <laughs> Why don't you show me how smart you are, Robbie? Make the tide come in, or you know, if you if you're really good, you can stick a hook in a behemoth, which I had no idea what that was, and so I went out and bought a Matthew Henry commentary, who poured some more light into my soul to show me what that might be, and at the end, you know, as God showed up in that whirlwind to Job, He showed up in the whirlwind for me to give me an understanding that was critical, that I was not God. Well, why is it so important? Because if I'm not God, I clearly um, need one. And so I also knew that the God that, that I had read about had a very high standard of what was righteous, and I didn't really even like that word. <laughs> so I desperately needed to make my way to the New Testament so I could begin to understand what I needed for salvation. But again, the entrance of that light, you see, gave 
you know, what the understanding of how, you know, I could get into a relationship with God. I mean, it was all so beautiful as he began to get light. But there you go. Um, the presence of God is there in the Bible. And so, of course, at the very beginning, let there be light. And, and so as people get into that and they begin to open that up, the presence of God brings light, making the simple have an understanding. Isn't that beautiful? So thank you for this. We're going to again get to <laughs> the council verse of the letter pay next time. Thank you for listening.